Well, good morning and welcome to this, the first Community Connect with Greg and Edwina McHenry and you're on OCRFM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast and we are also streaming live at all the W's, ocrfm.org.au uh, NAIDOC week is coming up, NAIDOC week 2018 and it's on nationally from Sunday the 8th of July and continues right through to Sunday the 15th of July and the theme of that is because of her we can and it's because of one of our guests today, Ebony Hickey, that uh, we are actually here and Ebony is a Gurdjian woman and uh, this being our first edition of the program, I think we should introduce ourselves, Edwina and I, we'll do that as to you listeners, but before we do that I'm going to ask Ebony to give us a welcome to country, so good day, Ebony and I look forward to this. That's right and thank you for having me. My name is Ebony Hickey and I'm a proud Gurdjian woman of the Eastern Ma Nation. Today I'd like to welcome you and everyone listening on behalf of my mother, my grandfather and those in my ancestral line. This country has been that of my ancestors for as long as Western history has been documented and for what I believe to be thousands of years before that. This country is woman's country and I'm here talking to you all with my heart and my eyes open to those listening today and I ask that you respect this land and its people with your heart eyes and your words too. This country we're gathered on has provided us all with something, love, livelihoods and new beginnings. Whilst you're on this country, I ask that you not to think about personal gain, but extending the opportunities given to you to those around you, those who come after you, for my children and for your own. All new beginnings come from old understandings, and as you're listening to Community Connections, I ask that you respect that. Take time to learn and understand this country, listening to this country's heart, the pulse of her blood and admire her deep roots. Listen with your eyes and your heart. If you do that, she'll give back to you her connection with yours. I'd like to pay my respects to my elders, most of whom have now passed, who have spent time and devoted spirit to making sure I had what I needed to be here, grounded and safe in who I am today. My respect extends to those custodians, friends and family that look after these lands. It's people's well-being in the present, past and future. My role as a Gulijan woman was determined hundreds of years before my existence. My family's morals and values ingrained deep into who I am and the way I practice culturally. I'd like to thank Edwina and Greg for the opportunity to be on this show today. From a very young age I was taught that women are strong, just as strong, if not stronger than men. I was taught that women are the backbone of home and community life and from a very young age I took on the caregiver role of my younger brothers, cousin and elder family members. It was my job to keep my family together, to help teach my brothers why gender equity is important and that women's business is just as important as a man's. It's because of the women that came before me that I can. Safe communities aren't just women's business, nor is men's business just men's. Safe communities are a cohesion of men and women working together towards a shared vision of safer homes, safer families, safer communities, and better and more connected for our children. Keeping communities safe from violence, discrimination, racism, gender stereotyping, and creating stronger opportunities for women to have a voice and raise strong families isn't news to Gulijan country. It's the way women have practiced their culture and shared responsibility with men for centuries. My role in family, and, and increasingly in community, is to share the knowledge my family has afforded me, the lessons I've been lucky enough and unlucky enough to learn and live through. 
My greatest success will not be that of my career, marital status or social circles. My greatest success will be supporting my community, my son, my brothers and my niece and nephew to live free from violence, to empower their daughters and partners as well as themselves to have confidence to stand up for what is right, for their cultural beliefs and values, to support with their hearts and eyes, to educate and advocate for those close to them, the power of the woman and the heart of a matrilineal country. I encourage everyone to stay tuned and learn more about NAIDOC Week, to participate in events happening right here in Colac. Welcome to Gulagin Country. Please do your business here with country, women's and community's best interests at heart. I wish this program community connections well on their journey and I'd like to thank Edwina and Greg for having me. Thank you very, very much for that, Ebony. And um, some of the messages you put in there, they'll be covered in programs down the track because we do deal and, and we'll have a word with, with Edwina now. G'day, Ed, how are you? I'm very well and I'd just love to thank... Ebony for that warm welcome and we'll try and do our best to uh, help community down here. Yeah, well, the community has to help itself, but we'll be talking about some of the issues on violence and on just all the, the different stuff that goes on. We've got a, another guest in here. I won't get him to talk just yet, but he's sitting there looking a bit like a bush ranger. And, and that's Greg Fletcher. And I noticed when I was looking up to just do a bit of hand, homework for the program that he's been involved in and things with white ribbon. So later on in the year, we'll be talking as we've done previously, Ed, with them. You know, I think people might want to know a little bit why we're here, um, because we have broadcasted in Geelong for a number of years, covering lots of issues, and uh, some of your favourite ones? Um, yeah, helping people step up, put their hand up for help, and uh, we welcome anyone to challenge us as to what they would like to hear on our show. And it's a tell, though, isn't it? It's a show. tell. It's for people to come in and um, tell us what's on in Colac and where you can go and where you can go for help and also community events. So as we can promote it. So we'll promote uh, whatever you want. And we're allowed to ask Ebony because she, as I say, the, the theme for the NAIDOC is because of her we can, it's because of her we're here. Why are we here? Come on, Eb. Um, so I... You're allowed to say, I think you're on. I think I'm off. Are you? No, you're on. I'm on. Um, so I got a Facebook message from a um, man who I think runs this radio station or helps run this radio station, I'm sure, um, looking for some Aboriginal community connections um, that might be interested in a radio show. Um, I told him that Aboriginal people are very busy people and um, that I wasn't aware of anyone that had the um, time or availability to be able to do so, but I knew that Edwina and Greg had previously done some great work with the Aboriginal community in Geelong and I thought that their voice could be um, really important in Colac and getting that all together. So um, I put the information out and Greg and Edwina got a call and here we are. Yeah, and, and so uh, we're happy to be here. But why are you here? We've got, a, we've got the uh, NAIDOC week uh, going on, starting from, as I said in the opening, from the 8th of July until Sunday the 15th, and we're going to be promoting it next week as well. We're also going to be promoting, or well, the next two weeks actually, we'll be promoting the issue, but you've got to tell us personally what's NAIDOC all about, what's it stand for, do we know that? Well, I probably couldn't give you the, the answer that you'd get on Google, but um, NAIDOC Week is about celebrating the successes of communities and countries 
um, within the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander world, so celebrating the successes, um, the things the communities have achieved, that individuals have achieved, and the lengths that we've taken to strengthen what we do and who we are. Um, this year, National NAIDOC and Vic NAIDOC have decided to go their separate ways, so we're lucky enough to almost have two weeks of NAIDOC this year, which makes it really easy for me because I'm working over Geelong and Colac as well. So I've been able to spread events out from the 2nd of July all the way through to the 14th. So we've got a bumper to bumper fortnight across Geelong, Colac and the Otways of NAIDOC events that people can get involved in. And oh, just before I go over to Greg, Greg Fletcher, hello, how are you? Good, thanks, Greg. Good, the acronym. Well, maybe I can ask you, Greg, what's the, the acronym? Do you know what it stands for? Because it's uh, always important. Um, it's, it's National Aborigines and... No, Aboriginals. Uh, Aboriginals. National Abor Aboriginal and uh, Islanders. And Islanders um, Day, Day Observance Committee. Of Observance Committee, yep. yes. So there you are, but that's the acronym. And um, I think we turned a day into a week, and now we've turned a week into, into a fortnight. Well, into a four, well, we're turning into three weeks, but that's all right. But if the thing is the observance or the noticing or the recognition of what the Aboriginal community is and what it does for itself and for our community as a whole is something that should be recognised, as they say, like with um, Are You OK Day, it should be 365 days of the year anyway. So maybe you can make it all of that because there's a lot of stuff going on, isn't there, Ed? And we've got a lot of people that 300 and something odd days of a year, depending on what year it is, support, advocate and educate for our community all the time. So I think this week, fortnight, day um, is a perfect opportunity to highlight and celebrate those people that have supported us and hopefully this year we'll get a few more supporters and we can celebrate a few more people next year. Alright, so now part of the education is why, why you're welcome and before we do go ahead um, could I also acknowledge that because we are broadcasting down at 88.7 FM on the, along the coast that um, we acknowledge the Gadabinud who are the people who have been listening down that way or it's on, or their territory that we're down there as well. Definitely. All right, now, did I pronounce that all right? Yeah. There's lots of different ways. There's lots of different spellings, but everyone has their own groove and their own language, so you did great. Okay. If there's anyone that says I should pronounce it differently, give us a yell here. And we've got a phone number here. We've also got to thank Felicity because Felicity's in here to hold my hand and make sure that I didn't do too much damage on the way in. And you, we've got to go the way out too at midday because that's when we're broadcasting to. So, yeah, thank you for that, Felicity. Is there a phone number here that I can give out? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. There is. It's up there somewhere. At 52321991. Now, Edwina had made mention earlier about uh, if you have got any thoughts and ideas on things to talk about or issues that you think are well worthwhile, uh, yeah, give us a yell on that. Or you can send us an email via... Is it info at ocrfm.org.au? I think it is, but you can look us up on the website and send a message through that. Um, and we'll learn as we go, because you guys will be learning as well. But back to you, Greg. Why are you involved? You're here. You're a community services manager with Colac Otway Shire. That's right, Greg. And I'd first of all, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Gulagin people, and pay respects to their elders, both past, present and future. Uh, yes, um important part of uh, uh, Council's planning, strategic planning, is, is uh, what's called the Health and Wellbeing Plan. And the Health and Wellbeing Plan looks at uh, recognising and respecting and, um, and uh, engaging and celebrating Aboriginal community. And uh, one of the ways of showing that is, is working uh, as part of a steering committee with Aboriginal people 
in Colac uh, with the gathering place to organise uh, an event or events for NAIDOC Week. And what sort of events have you got organised specifically? We're looking at um, a flag raising event, um, uh, recognising the uh, Aboriginal, the Torres Strait Islander and the Australian flag. Um, we're looking at, um, at recognising um, uh, having a cultural aspect to it, that being a smoke and dance ceremony um, by local, um, local Aboriginal people. But also looking at uh, a guest speaker, um, Vicky Cousins, who will be, um, uh, who's a good and Shamara woman, um, part of East Demar Nation, who will be, um, who'll be providing uh, a keynote speech on um, Because of Her We Can. Okay, now with the reasoning behind it, I know that you're quite keen. We had a bit of a conversation. You were on the way down to Geelong on Monday. I was. Uh, and now Geelong, for those who don't know, is a sort of eastern suburb of Colac, isn't it? Uh, we like to think so. Yeah, so they depend on you and you depend on them quite a bit. We provide the country feel to um, to the region. Yeah, now why? Because of the synergies that have to work between yep. here and there, um, how, how does it work with council? Is, is the council standing up on its own right to do what it wants to do? Do you have a reconciliation action plan and all that sort of stuff? Or um, why is the Shire so behind it all? It's, this is a long journey. Um, the Shire has got a long way to go. Uh, but part of that journey is, is, to, um, is to provide support through our services, uh, through our maternal and child health services and family daycare services. Uh, we look at all the issues um, of, of the whole community, whether they be uh, Indigenous issues or, or, or um, non-Indigenous issues. So if we're looking at family violence or homelessness, um, if, if we're looking at mental health issues, um, we're looking at whole of community, and there are certainly different ways to work with community um, and, and to support community. Um, uh, being involved with the gathering place, um, uh, which which Ebony is the coordinator of, and, and meeting Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal people at those meetings, and, and talking with community, and, and the open day of the gathering place, um, it's it's provided a greater opportunity to have uh, to make friends, um, to, to know each other better. Um, uh, I, I first asked, so I don't fall flat on my face, what should I do? And I was told, in no uncertain terms, just do what you think you've got to do and we'll let you know if it's good or bad. And Which then you can do it from there. So, so council or Greg, you make, you make the first go. Don't ask us what to do, just do it. And then seek forgiveness or, or celebrate that you've actually got something right. Well, see, a lot of the things that you've talked about, once again, is what Ebony's done. We're going to have a long relationship because as we get further down the track, we've got Mental Health Week comes up, the family violence, as you said. What are some of the other issues you mentioned? Um, there's the Aboriginal issues. There's Aboriginal There's out-of-home care. Out-of-home care is another one. Homelessness, we're going to be talking a lot about that. We'll be wanting you to help us network. Uh, white ribbon. Um, white ribbon, and, beautiful. And, and what does that mean? Um, well, purple comes in there somewhere too. Uh, yes, <coughs> um, certainly um, LGBTIQ. Um, so it's... Council is looking at whole of community and, and all aspects of community, all culture and recognising and, and supporting, understanding and celebrating. Um, and we're talking cold... Um, coal community as well, New Moravians are refugees. So yep. it's uh, Colac has changed <coughs> substantially over the last 30 years since I've been here, um, uh, from from very much Anglo-Saxon community to to a much more multicultural community. Um, but but uh, the work we're looking at with um, with uh, a statement of commitment to Aboriginals 
and, and ha- what that looks like, again, working with the Aboriginal community on developing that, so that um, this, this is a start of a long process, um, and, and celebrating NADOC Week is probably um, the, a key milestone, a starting milestone, uh, or the first stepping stone to, to, um, to acknowledging it um, with um, local government, state government, federal government and the Aboriginal community themselves. Which you're eager to learn about. Now, just one thing, I'm wanting to get some information. Why do we have a welcome and, and or acknowledgements? What are they all about and what's the importance of it to us? Or should it be to us as a white community or to a Western or... We shouldn't call it a white community because we're so multicultural, aren't we? So to the Indigenous, how important is it and why? And to the non-Indigenous, is that better? Yep, definitely. Um, so a welcome to country is and can only be done by a traditional owner of the country. So to be a traditional owner of country, you have to have a long-standing connection through your apical, um, Aboriginal family history. Um, I'm lucky enough that I have got that. There's lots of people who have been part of Stolen Gen who don't have that and lots of countries are happy for um, people who have been living on their lands for a long time to do those welcomes to countries. Um, If you're a non-Aboriginal person or you're an Aboriginal person that's not on your country, you can do an acknowledgement to country. Um, It could be as simple as just um, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of this country and pay my respects to their elders past and present. And that means that when you're starting a meeting or business or community event or even a school assembly, that you're acknowledging that this land has been, um, someone has had a connection to it, people in your audience may have a connection to it, um, and acknowledging what's happened in the past and moving on into the present. So um, in Geelong, I'd do an acknowledgement of country because I'm an Aboriginal person that lives in Geelong currently, but I'm not historically... I don't know whether historically is the word. I'm not traditionally from Geelong, but my family line comes through Colac, so I can do a welcome to country in Colac. The number of Aboriginals in the area, roughly, um, and I'm pretty sure this is going to be inconclusive because there's still the stigma around, um, or no, yeah, there's stigma, I think, because of the abuses that have gone on, and the Western District was pretty bloody ordinary, to be honest, Yeah. Uh, as was Geelong with the Wathrong area that history we need to learn, but people are still averse to putting their hand up to say they are of Aboriginal descent. Yes, so um, the difference in population between the 2011 and 2016 census was around 150 people. Um, So in 2011, it was said that there was 182 people living in the um, Colac local government area, and then in 2016 it was reported that about 284 but there's still a high percentage um, of around between five and 700 people that didn't identify either way, whether they were Aboriginal or whether they weren't. And um, But they did identify as... No, so it's... Um, it's they the way that put the down their country of birth and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, so it wasn't as though they hadn't badly filled out the form. No, no. no. Um, but when we talk about cultural safety, and we'll probably talk about it a little bit more next week about the gathering place and how yeah. the gathering place was established and why... Um, cultural safety is a conversation that we do have to have in Colac. We've started the conversation, but we've got a really long way to go about that. Um, I think that Greg and the work that the Shire are doing to work towards those conversations are fantastic. Um, I wrote a little bit down about Greg and the work that he's done, just because I didn't want it to all be about me. If it's all right, oh, if I read it right. out. We'll give it a go, yeah. And, uh, 
You can take a bow at the end of this office. Come on, Ebony. That's all good. So, um, Greg Fletcher is the Community Services Manager of Colac Utway Shire. Um, he's been working tirelessly to ensure that the needs of the Colac Aboriginal community are met throughout NAIDOC Week and has been a champion of the Local Aboriginal Action Group Steering Committee. Greg has been in the conversation about the establishment of the gathering place, pre-my involvement, and really does his all to ensure that we can create some real change in the social fabric of the Colac Otway region. Greg has been a pivotal part of ensuring the Colac Aboriginal gathering place and community have been part of the Colac Otway Shire's Municipal Health and Wellbeing Plan, and more recently has been into bat for us um, with the steering group and the principals in the steering group. And I think we've made our way onto the arts and culture strategy and um, probably the 2050 plan, I think, coming up. Mm -hmm. So the work that Greg's doing now is the best work in that space that Colac has seen for 230-odd years. So Fantastic. It's super proactive. Good on your group. That's a long time. Yeah. And, and you don't look a day over. 80. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a little break here and... Uh, just a reminder that this is Community Connect. We have got the phone number 52321991 and we're broadcasting on OCRFM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast. And you'll be able to pick this up on a podcast if we work out how to do that after the program. Felicity is going to help me out on that. But we are streaming live also at all the w's.ocrfm.org.au. We're going to put on a track that's been chosen by Ebony and it's a... Nancy Bates, and if everything goes to plan, it, it should start round about now. Well, welcome back. We're quickly uh, having a bit of a yarn about what's coming up, and just letting you know that that was Nancy Bates, and the track, which is really beautiful, we're going to be meeting up with Nancy in here in a couple of weeks' time. That was called Till the Morning Light, and it was chosen by Ebony. Hickey, who is here? I didn't even ask what your title is, Ebony. We've got a, a highfalutin title, title here for Greg Fletcher, who's a community services manager with Colac Sh- Otway Shire. What are you? Oh, I'm a lot of things, but I think I'm a community development worker. With lots of wrong? Yeah. Which is in that eastern suburb of Colac. Yeah, eastern Based suburb there. of Colac, Geelong. Geelong, um, that's right. Yeah, so I work at Wallerang Aboriginal Colac in Geelong, so I'm there three days a week and in Colac two days a week working from the gathering place. And just quickly on Nancy Bates, so she'll be at the Red Rock Regional Theatre and Gallery on Saturday the 7th of July, and you can get your tickets from Cowlick Bookstore or the Cowlick Shop. Good on you. And the, where's the Cowlick Shop? In Cowlick, I would imagine. See, I've got to, I've, I've got to learn all these places because even though I hope I get accepted, I hope we get accepted nicely into town. Do you think we will be great? Just as long as you can say eliminate correctly, you're right. Yeah. I've done that. Yeah, eliminate. You're there then. Uh, and the son and daughter and three beautiful grandchildren live in Teesdale, which is in the broadcast area. So that's all right, isn't it? So does that make me? Uh, uh, um, I've, I've been in community for 30 years, so I'm still a newcomer. My, my children um, weren't born here, so they're, they're but they went to kindergarten here, so they're part of the part of the community, but you really do need to be a, a very seasoned campaigner and have a history here. Well, look, I hope we get, uh, you know, reasonably recognised as far as voice goes and that you are happy to come along and listen to us here on uh, OCRFN. No, what is it? OCRFN 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast. You're with Greg and Ed Wiener. I should have said that before we came, when we came back. And the program is called Community Connect. 
And so if you have got any ideas for programs that... Uh, we had someone at one stage gave us a little bit of a thing they thought after we'd had... What was it? Type 1 diabetes and prostate cancer and things like that. They said, what about about erectile dysfunction? We've done that elsewhere. So look, if you've got anything you want to hear about or talk about, we don't have it ourselves necessarily, but we can point you and give you a phone number where to go about it all now. If we want to find out more about what's happening with NADOT too, by the way, where will we find that out, Ed? Um, so, Collicott Wayshire this year uh, are hosting Collac's first ever flag raising event, to the best of my knowledge. Um, that's going to be on Tuesday the 10th of July at 10am. This will be at Copac, which is next to the Shire offices on Jellybrand Street. Um, there's going to be a welcome to country dance and smoke ceremony by the incredibly talented and passionate men, including Uncle Richard, Uncle Peter, Uncle Brett, Brenton, and some really deadly young mob. There'll be a keynote speech from Aunty Vicky Cousins on the theme Because of Her We Can, and there'll be a representative from the Shire talk about the commitment of the Shire moving forward. Um, you might be lucky enough to get a local poly in there as well, and then that'll be followed by a light morning tea, and then everyone attending will be invited to walk up to a Collac community barbecue at the gathering place, so all on the same day, the 10th of July. So that starts at 10am and I'll be kicking everyone out by about 6pm that night, I think. Um, so you got, I just think too, the barbecue, didn't you guys, you guys run the barbecue for Bunnings too, don't you? Yeah, so we've got the barbecue, the Bunnings barbecue fundraiser. So we had one a couple of weeks ago where we raised $600 towards our annual Red Rock event that we have on January 26th out at Red Rock. Um, and we're having another one in NADOC week as well, so Sunday the 8th of July, if you're in town and want to grab a sausage, go down and see our deadly sizzlers. Um, and your Uncle Craig, crying over 10 kilograms of onions or whatever it was. Definitely, definitely. So lots of <laughs> onions, and apparently they're the best onions in town, but um, I can't be biased because he's my uncle. No, there's no bias here, it's dead set. No, he's, he's a very good cook. <laughs> a good cutter upper. What, what have you got on board, uh, Greg? Because are there any special events today? Should we have a morning tea or something like that that I can come along to at the offices? I just always Greg, wait for a cup of tea, you know. Yes, yes. Um, no, we don't want to steal any thunder from the barbecue at the gathering place. So, so our event will be, as Ebony said, the flag raising and the smoke and dance ceremony. Um, and there'll be a, a cuppa and maybe a bicky. But it's only to get you the um, give you the stamina to walk to the gathering place and enjoy enjoy full on barbecue. We don't want to have people um, um, fully fed before they get to the barbecue. Oh, that sounds fair enough. Yep. But you're, you're into culture and uh, and art and all that sort of stuff too, at the, yep. for sure. What, what, what we've also uh, what's been very fortuitous is is that we've had um, cross pollination, which is um, a fabric. Um, uh, and design event that's been held annually for the last number of years. Uh, th- th- this year it's, um, it's, it's around fabric again and it's the, I think the theme is the journey. Um, so we've been able to link Auntie Bronwyn and Auntie Vicky uh, as, as two artists in their own right, uh, Aboriginal artists. Uh, Auntie Bronwyn will be providing some um, uh, eel basket um, catching um, exhibits um, and she'll also be providing um, courses on basket weaving um, for, for community and for, for school um, children. So, so we've arranged um, those events and, and um, they're, they're 
I'm pretty sure they're nearly fully booked out already for those um, for those people that are interested. Um, the theme of the journey with Auntie Bronwyn it'll be the journey of the eel and the catch of the eel. Um, we also have um, Vicky Cousins who's got a, a masters in possum skin cloak making, um, and and Vicky will be um, will be providing possum skin cloak making workshops for the Aboriginal community at the gathering place. Um, uh, which is which is important for local people. Again, and, and Ebony, please correct me if I'm wrong. But my understanding of, of uh, possum skin cloak, it's it's it's, it's also about a journey. Um, that the possum skin cloak has um, has uh, messages um, um, displayed on the uh, the skin side of the cloak, and that message uh, uh, talks of the journey of that person who is the owner of the or has the possum skin cloak of that person's journey. It can start off at childhood where a small possum skin cloak is made and that child's journey is, is, um, is um, emblazed on, on the inside of the cloak um, and, um, and that tells the journey of that person throughout their life. Um, I hope I'm sort of close with that. Definitely pretty close. So the, um, the cloak that we're making with Aunty Vicky Cousins is going to be a community cloak. So it's going to tell a story of who the community is now, who's around, um, and the strength and resilience that this community has shown. Um, there's been so much oppression and disconnection in the last oh, 230-odd years, but um, what's really evident to me, and I suppose that's because I'm lucky enough to be live and breathe this community, is the resilience and strength that this community has to still be strong in their identity and who they are. So... I'm really excited about having Aunty Vicky in to um, make this cloak for the community and um, I think eventually it will be housed at the gathering place full time as well. So I invite, once it's done, I invite everyone in to come and have a look and a touch and a, and a smell um, and learn a little bit more. I have to ask you where do you get the possums from because aren't they protected? But um, there's a question on that one. Yes, um, we, we got the possum skins from Tasmania. There's a possum skin. Uh, I'm not quite sure if it's legal or not, but um, but we have uh, the per- skins have been purchased through a, through a reputable firm in, in Tasmania that provides the skins for this sort of um, activity. Which is fantastic. Yeah. I think that um, they're actually okay. For, I think Aboriginals are allowed to uh, to kill. I'm not sure. I don't know. We, someone can ring us in and tell us about that. Um, I buy my sausages from Coles, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for sponsors while you're at it, too. Um, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> animals and native flora and fauna aren't my strong point. I work with children, family and community, so that'll be a question for someone else. I know, and you weren't even born with it, so it brings you back... I'm, I'm only a little bit over your age, but you know, just to think that in 1967 or up until then that that's all you were, flora and fauna. There's a lot of history that we've got to really come to grips and come to terms with. And I think we're touching, I don't want to get right into it because I think NADOC is a real celebration, but, but I think the celebration of us and the, well, the limited number of Aboriginals that are left is we need to really acknowledge, though, the terrible history because it was a black country back, I think it's 248, year, 248 years ago when Captain Cook discovered Australia, excuse me, there were, it was a black country back then, and now what is it? About two or three percent of the country is is Aboriginal, less than. Again, numbers, not my numbers strongest. Not so, but we had a little interesting conversation. I've got a little five-year-old boy, and he is the most beautiful. Hello, Ollie. 
and he should be at school at the moment, but had a little conversation with someone from his primary school about Ollie's impression of, um, of, of where everything started. And um, it was the Queen's birthday last weekend and um, unfortunately we didn't get to see Lizzie and she didn't show up to a party and there was no cake and my little fellow was a little bit disappointed in all of that because they'd been learning about it at school. Um, so they were asked this week to talk about um, what they learnt last week about the Queen's birthday. And um, my little boy said, well, he doesn't really understand it because... Um, the Queen only came after colonisation, so she hasn't been here for long enough to to really have a party. And um, I was questioned on how warped and um, interesting that conversation was to have with a five-year-old. And I said, well, I'm teaching my son the truth. I'm teaching my son the truth about this country and its history. And he's right. The Queen and the monarchy have only been here for such a short short time in this nation's history. Um He's right to question why we don't celebrate and why we don't participate in events um, around Aboriginality and why it's not common knowledge. So um, I guess that's conversations we've got to have in all schools moving forward. That mm. 230 years is great, but we've got 60,000 years here or more that could be even better, that mm-hmm. are even better. In reading up about, and just to remind people, because of who we can as a theme for NAIDOC this year, um, the quote in, if you look it up on NADOC, you can, you can look up NADOC week 2018, do your Googling on that, and there's got a lot of really good information in there and the history on it, but the reason behind it is that they list a lot of the wonderful women who have become powerhouses within and have been powerhouses within the community, but they say it's now been ratified basically at 65,000 years, Ebony. So um, that's something that can't be just forgotten and Edwina and I were lucky enough we've been to we went to Lake Mungo last year before it sort of got closed off because Mungo man and woman were brought back and the history that you can sense in the place is something that young people need to instead of going to Bali on a bloody holiday or whatever have a look around your own country have a look at the signage that says welcome to Wadalurung or welcome to Gurridge and whatever the country you're going into stop and talk to people and find out a bit about it we have some of the most beautiful country right here in our very own backyards, um, from Red Rock to Cape Otway is some of the most beautiful country you'll ever see. So um, I encourage you, if you've lived in Colac for a little while, if you're passing through, um, go and take your shoes off, even though it's cold, go and take your shoes off yeah. and um, feel what the ground feels like below your feet and smell the breeze of the Otways. There is nothing more beautiful than the smell of the Otways when it's raining, when it's cold. And then you just go down a little bit over the Otways and you've got the beautiful ocean. That's it. So we've got everything here. We're going to have a little bit of a break here and I'm going to put on an Archie and Uncle Archie track. Is that all right? No one's... I'm, I'm taking over now. And then you girls and boys can work out what the last track will be if we have time to go out with one. You're on OCR FM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast and you're on Community Connect with Edwina and Greg McHenry. We're going to have a little bit of a break here and uh, listen to Uncle Arch. That's uh, Archie Roach and um, what a brilliant man and um, a brilliant track and if you didn't pick up the words from it that is uh, it's not too late. And John, Community Connect with uh, Greg and Edwina McHenry. I say it in that order really, it should be Edwina and Greg and 
uh, alphabetical order, but I'm the one doing all the talking and Edwina sits behind me and makes sure I don't do the wrong thing and swear. So sorry for saying bloody before. Uh, you're on OCR FM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast and we're streaming live at all the W's ocrfm.org.au. I had a call during the break there. Uh, a young lady rang in to let us know that the possum skins that um, came into the country are from New Zealand where the possum is a pest and I know that I know people who have got possum foot um, socks apparently they swear by them but anyway thanks for that call we're here talking about NAIDOC week which will be held nationally from Sunday the 8th of July right through to Sunday the 15th of July with a theme of because of her we can and we have got Ebony Hickey who is a Wathorong something Aboriginal co-op. Aboriginal co-op person. And uh, Greg Fletcher, who is a community services manager with the Colac Otway Shire, and he with us talking about the events. We're also talking about a bit of Aboriginality and a bit of culture and a bit of whatever else comes along, and we haven't got long before we finish at midday. What do you want to reiterate on? Because there's a lot of the events going on. We've got uh, Andrew Beale's going to be coming in here later on too, uh, in about three weeks. And I think he's going to have Nancy Bates is going to be... That's his, his gig, isn't it? That's when Nancy's going to be in? Definitely. So and, um, Andrew and the team at Red Rock Theatre and Gallery do an awesome job at getting um, Aboriginal, Indigenous artists and performers out all year round, every year round. Um, I think this year we've had Jesse Lloyd and the Mission Songs. Um, last year we had Uncle Archie. And I'm sure that there's many more that... I haven't attended, but um, yeah, Andrew and his team out at Red Rock do a great job. And so I highly encourage you to get along to um, the Cowlick Bookshop in Colac or the Coral Bookshop to get your tickets for Nancy Bates on the 7th of July. Now, now it's, that is a $30 event year. It's a cheaper for concession, I, I think. I think it's 15 concession students and then $30 for adults. But it'll be quite well worthwhile now. Where did that? The um, what is it? The old church there, isn't it? Yeah, the Carolyn Theatre. Yeah, we've been there a few times um, where they've had great art exhibitions there as well, with well, some local artists to Geelong, but uh, Aboriginal artists. They're local to Geelong now, but they're not as is typical. Um, the Aboriginals who live in the area around Victoria, because of what has happened historically, they're from a lot of different country. Definitely, definitely. So there's heaps of. Um when, when Australia was found again, um, there was heaps of dispossession from um, Aboriginal people. They were pushed off their lands, um, literally, virtually, emotionally, spiritually. Um, then we had Stolen Generation, the Aborigines Protection Act. Um, there was a whole heap of other horrific and horrible events that happened um, that meant that people couldn't be living traditionally on their countries or connected to those countries anymore. Um, when we talk about bringing them home and stolen gen and people coming home to country, some people haven't lived on or had a connection to their country for 50, 40, 200 years. Um, so that connection has sometimes been a little bit broken. Um, so we try and encourage people to reconnect and come back in and the event this year for NAIDOC Week flag raising and then the Colac Community Barbecue gives you a chance to see um, that there are other people around that care and support and want to see the advancement of this community. So I think that um, the Shires flag raising event and the community barbecue will be great. But we've also got an event on at the Botanic Cafe on the Saturday the 14th. And that's from 4 till 7 
on Saturday the 14th. You can get your tickets from Eventbrite and if you follow Colac Aboriginal Gathering Place Facebook page, which is Kara Kara Mean, the Colac Aboriginal Gathering Place on Facebook, you'll be able to see the Eventbrite link to purchase your tickets. We've got youth tickets from $10 up to community tickets for $60 and it's one for you and one in lieu for the community tickets. So you can buy a ticket for yourself and support someone from the Aboriginal community of Colac to come for free. Um, I think we've had a pretty good sales track already, so if you want to get involved, get onto our Facebook page, Kara Kara Man, the Colac Aboriginal Gathering Place, and head to our Eventbrite site to purchase your tickets for that event. If you're a local Aboriginal community member who wants a free ticket, give me a call or pop into the Gathering Place on Wednesdays or Thursdays, and I'll do my best to sort one out for you. Right, and I'm with the, the event on the 14th of July from 4 to 7 at the Gathering Place, supported by What's Wrong Aboriginal Cooperative. Now, this is the thing that I've cut out of uh, out of Googling. It's all about all young women will grow to be a chiefess in their line, but before that, it's in Gulagin. No, so it's in... What's, um, what language is it in? Because I Annie Vicky Cousins I... and um, John Clark have put together the language for that. And I am more than certainly going to stuff it up, but it's Tako Narang Kuruk Pientiong Malat Alkarada. So it's all young women will grow to be chiefesses in their line. So that's in Gunditjmara language by Annie Vicky Cousins and John Clark. And that's in theme with Nadoc Week because of her we can. Because well of the done. people that came before us. Well, now the, the Gunditjmara, they're west of here, aren't they? That's over towards Framlingham and such. Yeah. Yep. So that's a great language. Now the thing is, language coming back in, and it was also also coming back in with uh, welcomes and that sort of thing. We were at the footy last week, also during reconciliation, and the welcomes are there, and the language is being used uh, in Geelong. Yep. Uh, and other places at the MCG, they are starting to use language. Is that something that makes you feel, or how does that make you feel, Ebony? I'm really excited to learn about things that. I thought had potentially been lost or I'd been educated around that are being lost. Um, really thankful for, um, I want to call them community dictionaries, but um, knowledge holders in our community that have been lucky enough and passionate enough to keep that going on. So Arnie Vicky Cousins um, and John Clark, so from around here, um, would definitely be those people. And I think that with the advancement of the Eastern Ma um, Aboriginal Corporation, that that'll be something that we'll be able to talk about more looking forward. Okay, because the mob here, the, the Gulagin mob had just been, what is it, the 13th? How many nations in the Eastern Ma co-op? Or co- what is it? You better try and explain that to me and also I to the listeners a little bit. I think that's a whole other show. It's a whole other show? You can't give me a minute on it. Um, so there's lots of different beliefs. Lots of Aboriginal people have different beliefs. Funnily enough, we don't all think and feel the same thing. But my beliefs are that Guj and Garabanud and all countries towards Gunditjmara are of the Eastern Ma nations, just like Wadarong is part of the Kulin nations. Um, so I believe that when you cross over that beautiful bridge in Winchelsea and come onto Gulagin country, that you've entered the Ma nation and the spirit of the Ma nation is, um, is with you. We're getting, we're getting phone calls here. It's fantastic, and I hope it's... Um I hope it's not too disconcerting. Sorry, Ebony, that the phone went again, but Felicity has taken it out. We'll have to get a secretary. That's all good. But yeah, just, um, I think, promoting the work that Collacott Wayshire are doing, sponsored by Karangamite Catchment Management Authority and the Bowen Southwest Indigenous Family Violence Regional Action Group. 
Um, I think that Nadoc Beijing College is shaping up to be really good, so give us a follow on the Facebook and you'll see and have the information about all the events that we've got. It's because actually Christy from CCMA was to be, was it Christy? Kristen. Kristen was to be in here today, but she's um, snowed under. So on behalf of them, are you able to give us a bit of a rundown on what CCMA does and what their involvement is with, with Nadoc, uh, Greg? Uh, from my yeah, you've been working together, haven't you? From my understanding, CCMA have have uh, have uh, got a lot of um, uh, put a lot of effort into looking at Aboriginality. Um, um, CCMA are, are water managers or, or catchment areas, and, um, and and certainly a lot of Aboriginal um, artefacts, Aboriginal history was in is linked to waterways. So so they've certainly got a, a very a very big role in, in recognising Aboriginality and Aboriginal history and culture within the organisation. Because the management of the water through the Otways is quite, quite critical um, because of the aquaculture that was here previously and that's, that's all part of history that is in a way being lost as well, isn't it? So definitely the CCMA do a lot of fantastic work. They were very lucky enough to have the beautiful Ange Jeffries um, up until very recently and... Um, Ange has done a phenomenal amount of work um, in engaging traditional owners, starting the conversation about what happens on Aboriginal land and Aboriginal waters and protecting those things. Um, Kristen is now following in Ange's footsteps um, in, in the most positive way and the CCMA really value um, the contribution that the Aboriginal community and knowledge holders have around protecting, advocating and supporting that movement. So um, we're really lucky to have the CCMA support on a lot of things, not just NAIDOC Week, but a lot of things gathering place. Um, they're a really valuable asset to the community. Can they, we, we have to start winding up because I'm going to put on a track that you've chosen, which is good, Ebony, Ebony Hickey, uh, that we're going to be playing a Briggs track, which is... Now, which one are you wanting to hear? The children come back if you've got it. Well, I've got that. I was lucky because being part of community radio, uh, I'd like to thank Eric. Um, there's a, a thing we're able to get music, and so I was able to put some music together, which is free to wear for us from being part of community radio. So I'm going to give a wind-up uh, on behalf of us to say it's great that we've been accepted by the volunteer community down here in Colac to be part of OCR uh, OCR FM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast to be able to broadcast but you as the community are a big part of us being able to broadcast we need your support if there are people out there who want to support us in terms of sponsorships and that sort of thing we are really really wanting that to keep the programs going to keep the station alive and we need your support to be able to push out what you need to hear about for your community. It's not our community, it's your community. It's everyone's community. It can only grow by all of us talking and having a yarn together and walking together. That, um, is there anything you want to say, Ed? Because there, there's so much to say, but... Um, uh, I think what it's all about is having a happy and a healthy community. And, you know, the best way to do that is uh, walk together to achieve it. And it's best that I, I'm glad we had to introduce Edwina because quite often I call her Ed and people wonder whether I've got a bloke or not. It's Ed or Eddie, Teddy, Edwina, but Edwina for now. 
with all the, all the stuff that's going along, it's not just a free feed, but if you want to come along to any of the events that have got a feed on, come along and think it's just a free feed, but you're going to learn a lot if you have a yarn. Yep. So we welcome, so for any of the NADOC events that we've got going um, from anywhere, we, it's, an open, it's an open invitation to come, learn, share, sit in the back row, sit in the front row, um, take photos, learn, share those photos, have those conversations with your neighbours, your parents, the people who are on the farm next door. Um, follow the Karakarami and the Colac Aboriginal Gathering Place Facebook page for more information. If you're not on Facebook and you want to find out more, I'm at the Gathering Place at 4 Miller Street on Wednesdays and Thursdays and I'll be happy to have a yarn with you about what's going on and give you some more information. Okay, now who are we going to have in next week? Because you're coming back in because Kristen was uh, not able to get here today. You're going to be back in here next week and we're going to be talking about the Gathering Place and further things on NADOC? Yep. Definitely, definitely. So we'll be able to go in depth a little bit more about what the Gathering Place does, what the Gathering Place is, where it is, how do you access it and how to link in with other services and um, what help I may be able to give with referrals or information um, and just cultural safety in general within the Colac region. And who are you going to bring in for yarn? Well, you never know. I could bring in anyone yet. I've got seven days to think of who I can yeah, bring in with me. do that. You can, you can bring a couple of people in. We can always squeeze them in and Felicity uh, might be able to have the day off. She's done a wonderful job. Thank you very much, Felicity, for being here because you wouldn't have had microphones on at the beginning if she hadn't been here. So that's a help. I'm going to go out with that track of yours of Briggs and uh, the children came back and uh, we've done our first program, Ed, and I think it's been fantastic. I hope the phone call that came through was not giving us a sacrifice at Felicity. Okay, then, look, this has been Community Connect with Greg and Edwin and McHenry. You've been on OCRFM 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast where we are streaming live at ocrfm.org.au and I will get a podcast of this organised in the not too distant future. But here we go now with Briggs. I'll talk to you again at the same time, 11 to midday next week. Cheers.